Venetics, with Gabriel of Urantia and Neon Emerson Chase, a series of weekly teachings on spiritual leadership, soul growth, and the principles of divine administration, presented by the mandate of the bright and morning star at the University of Ascension Science and the Physics of Rebellion. The title of this teaching is Jesus Christ Michael, Creator Son of Our Universe. Here is Gabriel of Urantia. Jesus is a, a very big word. Uh, brings to mind everything. Um, you know the, the the game the Groucho Marx had a show. I don't know if anybody my age would probably remember him, but you young people might not even know who he is. But he was a comedian, and he had a TV show, and he had contestants. And there was a magic word that if you said the magic word, a bird would drop from the ceiling, <laughs> you know, and the, the sound would go on and music and everything, you know, and you'd get a special uh, gift. Jesus is always the magic word. Uh, because that name is known throughout all of the grand universe, let alone the universe of Nebadon in which Jesus created. Now, we know Jesus has even a higher name, which is Michael. And most of the people who read the Old and New Testament, of course, think that Michael is an archangel. Well... He uh, is not just an archangel. He's the creator's son of this whole universe that we happen to be floating through right now in time and space. And it would be very wise of you to get to know who Jesus Michael is. He's also called Jesus Christ Michael. He's a Michael's son. And Michael's sons are created in paradise. Paradise. Not like down the street in the next neighborhood, but paradise. Our creator's son, Christ Michael, was created by the Father and the Son. And um, he is a dual origin divine being. Uh, and he created everything in this universe that's in it, everything. And um, he said when he came to this earth that he and the Father are one. Now, we can figure out what that means, try to figure out what it means for a long, long time. When you start to understand absolutes, you begin to get into personality. And God the Father is a personality. So is God the Son. And the universe, infinite Mother Spirit. Personalities. When you see those Trinity deities as personalities, then they begin to talk to you. As long as they're nebulous beings, in the great domain of the grand universe, they can't talk to you. But God the Father, 
He tells you what to do. And humans don't like that. Humans don't like to be told what to do. Humans like to do their own thing. Seek their own will. But there's only two wills. Two. The universal father. Because you know what? He created you guys. The universal father. And the creator sons of 700,000 universes are one with the Father to help your personality and soul develop. They are one in that mission. So it's important that you get to know who the creator son of your universe that you're floating around in because you're not here by accident. You see, if you understand eternity by accident, you don't know God at all. At all. I use the term often, predestination. And I've studied just about every book you can read on it. Yeah, I might have missed a few. But I've sought them out and studied them. We have one right here in our university library called Abandonment to Divine Providence. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> Abandonment to Divine Providence. What's providence? Abandon. It was written by a Jesuit priest. Pierre de Cassade in about the 15th century. How the hell did he know what was going on in the 15th century? That's because truth never changes. And great mystics in every religion who sought truth came to the same conclusions. They couldn't come to different conclusions if you're speaking, seeking truth. Same conclusions, Confucius, Liaze, when they came to that truth, guess what they had to do? They had to divorce their religions. They had to divorce Hinduism. They had to divorce Buddhism. They had to divorce Christianity. That's why we here in divine administration are one thing and one thing only. We're not any ism. We are only ascending sons and daughters of God. That's it. Ascending sons and daughters of God. And hopefully we're not descending. Hmm. We're ascending sons and daughters of God. Jesus came to this earth 2,000 years ago. He didn't come as a great prophet. He didn't say he was a great prophet. He said he was son of God and son of man. And they thought, a lot of people thought, huh, it's crazy to be saying he's son of God. You know, it's just one crazy man. It's just a carpenter, by the way. And 
This carpenter is saying this is the son of God. Blasphemous. Pharisees hated it. Those farce, hypocritical, religious characters, they hated it that he said he was the son of God. Yet when he walked by them, he was so pure, you could obviously see the difference between him, as we just read, and them and their self-righteousness. And they hated him. Just like they hate you if you walk in God. They hate you too. If they hated him, they're going to hate you. But that's okay if they hate you. That's okay. Because if you have Jesus within you, you have the spirit of truth working through you, they can't do anything else but hate you unless they want to walk in righteousness too. Not false righteousness, but true righteousness. That's what Jesus walked in. And he said when he left, he said, I'm leaving my spirit of truth. Power over sin is always love. It's always love. Power over injustice is always love. When Jesus stood before Pilate, he was perfectly loving. Pilate said, what is truth? Jesus said, Jesus said, I am the truth. The way and the light. No man cometh before the Father except through me. Pilate got scared shitless. Because he saw a beautiful man in front of him. And he said, well, maybe he is the Son of God inside him. So he thought, well, I'll just wash my hands of this. Give them to the people. Let them decide. And you know that story. We cannot wash our hands of our wrongdoings. It's going to come back to us. That's how the laws of God, the Father, were created at the point of the Big Bang, whatever it was. He created laws within his grand universe that everyone, if they obey, manifest everything beautiful. If they disobey, they manifest ugly things in their lives. Or nothing at all. That's what a father does. A good father. A good father, the universal father, is the great corrector. If you didn't know that, learn it right now. The great corrector. Jesus when he came to this planet, his love was always correcting. Always correcting people. That's what he did. That was his thing. As the son of God and son of man. Corrector. Told the woman at the well, okay, cool, I know what you're doing, but do it no more. <laughs> I'm the son of God. 
That's who I am. You know it. You can read me well. I forgive you. But go and do it no more. So when he comes to you and says, go and do it no more, what do you say? What do you do? I hope it's do it no more. I'm going to do it no more. Let's take some hands, comments, and questions. Minister Biana. Thank you, Vice Janet, Second Assistant Minister. Well, this paragraph, um, it's on 1101. It's the bottom paragraph on 1101. But the Master was so reasonable, so approachable. He was so practical in all his ministry, while all his plans were characterized by such sanctified common sense. And um, I'd never seen the term common sense used in the Urantia book, and, and this was such a special one, sanctified. And went back to last week's teaching, um, where Eutelius Fenn said, you can't be an animal among doves, but a dove among doves. People shouldn't be afraid when they see you coming. In other words, to be approachable. And then you went on to say that there's two words to remember all day long. I'm sorry. Don't take so long. It shouldn't take so long for you to say it. Say it sooner. Don't make someone's life miserable until you say it. And, um, and then, uh, you know, it, you talked about us telling God that we're sorry, too, of course, and that the moment you ask forgiveness of God, you're sanctified. You said, I like that word. So it just seemed to tie in so much here, and you're always trying to teach us about common sense. And, and in this, in this uh, paragraph, it seemed to put, the, put a lot of things together. Common sense, it's not just everyday um, thinking, but it, it takes some work, too, you know, to do your part on your side of the fence, clean up your messes, and make yourself a friend among friends, and um, to be on that spiritual path. Make it sanctified common sense. So, mm -hmm. anyway, that jumped out at me. Thank you very much. I got a CFER short teaching. You know, there are starseed, there's Ordro starseed, the younger starseed. There's a second time Urantians, Ovon souls, and of course, uh, new souls. And each one has the capacity to become sanctified and perfect for their ascension, I'll say level for their ascension level of their soul experience. Um, and so it all works out. Um, whereas an older soul, um, if they're humble, um, they become the elder of the Urantian. But many older souls cannot become the elder of the Urantian because they're still in rebellion in some way. Think about that. They should be the elder. They're older souls. They have more experience. 
but they're not sanctified. And the only way you get sanctified is by admitting your errors and wanting to change. That's what we're about here. Venetics, a weekly podcast highlighting the teachings of Gabriel of Urantia and Neon Emerson Chase, founders of the University of Ascension Science and the Physics of Rebellion, home of the Global Temple of Divine Administration. For those who feel called to serve humanity as destiny reservists, visit uaspr.org. We bid you come.